Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we're back. Welcome back to the show. Season three, episode 37. We're, uh, what, two-thirds of the way? Three-fifths? What's that work out to? A little Something bit like more that. than three-fifths, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is going to be another late release. It's funny. Buddy John, the fire fireman who came out and visited us, um, he he messaged me last night. He said, you better not have another late release. <laughs> I said, well, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> I guess, I'm make, guess maybe he's working overnight. How early does this guy get up? <laughs> yeah. Usually it's 5 a.m. on Fridays, but um, it's now 6.47 a.m. We had uh, a busy week, so we were unable to record. So Wednesday we were out um, at Hayfla NYC, which is typically when we record. And when we don't do that, we record on Thursdays. But yesterday was um, my son's birthday. It was his preschool graduation. So, yeah, fried chicken all around. Yeah. <laughs> you can guess what I got for lunch today. It was good. Yeah, I got to I gotta get through all that food and then get back on my diet. But I can't. My wife can't eat it because she's gluten-free. How much was left over? I mean, it was just a lot. Yeah. yeah. A lot. Yeah, your wife's sister said she's a famous over-orderer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, my <laughs> wife's family, it's like, they, you know, there's, I wouldn't say there's never, I wouldn't say that there's ever not enough food, but like my family. Yeah, that's, that's classic. You always, gotta have too much food. Yeah, because, you know, you don't want people to feel, uh, you know, like when there's like just enough, like people feel uncomfortable, like having more, you know what I mean? Because like if there's only there's only two pieces of chicken left, nobody wants to take right one of the last two or the last piece, you and know, they wind up sitting there anyway, those last two pieces. Yeah. So if there's 10 people are more likely to, ha you know, take another piece. It's like me. I ate that other piece. of I ate that fourth piece of chicken that I didn't really need. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had the had some wings, <laughs> ribs, fried chicken, pizza. Had all the meats and cheeses and crackers and chips and yeah, I really what did it for me was I overate on that first appetizer course. Yeah, yeah, me, you, and Jamie were uh, <laughs> standing we were, right next. To, I just I was eating it as if it was my own plate. <laughs> yeah, we were huffing a little bit by the time the uh, the real food hit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I got a whole fridge full of fried chicken and ribs and wings and macaroni salad. I didn't even go through one of the four macaroni salads. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of salads there. I thought we were supposed to get French fries too. Oh man, that would have been way too much. Yeah, French fries are good though, especially yeah. from a place like that. Oh yeah, it's um, I don't know if it's something that's common elsewhere in the country, but you know, around here we have like I grew up eating fried chicken from this place called Chicken Holiday. And um, let me see. They probably have about half a dozen locations um, throughout New Jersey. I'm not sure if they're anywhere else. Chicken Holiday. Um, and it's uh, it's pressure fried chicken. Yeah. So they, they cook it in a pressure fryer, which is, I think that's what KFC does, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think that I was one of the, one of the, that was how they started for sure. Right. Of course, now my um, internet is is acting up. So let's see. There's one in Madawan, one in Ocean, one in Manalapan. Um, Madawan, Ocean, Manalapan, Bayonne, Milltown, Jackson, Staten Island, huh. East Windsor. That's the one that I grew up eating from. There used to be one in West Windsor. Um, this says Newark, but this doesn't look like the same place. Bridgewater, Hamilton, Bayville, Ewing, Baldwin, Baldwin, New York. I don't know where that is. I think that's upstate. But that's uh same same people. It, this is a combo chicken holiday Nathan's. Or maybe they're just next to each other. Mm. Um but yeah so we got it from this place Claudie's which is similarly, I think there's several of those. Um, and yeah, it's just, you know, it's pressure fried chicken. They have, typically they have ribs. Usually they have fried shrimp and the crinkle cut French fries. 
potato salad, macaroni salad, you know, it, that's that's the wings, chicken tenders, it's all stuff like that. Um, growing up, like that's always what we had on Christmas Eve. You know, the whole family would come over and we got chicken holiday. That was like, I don't know why that was like the tradition, but it was good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good chicken. It's super crispy, but really juicy still because I guess because it fries so fast. Um, and like, it's, it's really dark brown. Yeah. Like, um, you know, bordering like burnt. It's my favorite fried chicken in the area for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. Not like a, it's not like a batter. It's a, like a breading. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely like a wet kind of breading. Yeah. And, and it's just cooked perfectly. I mean, it's really succulent. Yeah. Yeah. And good flavor. Like it's nicely seasoned. Um, there's nothing worse than bland fried chicken. You know, uh, and the down in the Fulton Street Mall in uh, downtown Brooklyn, there's this place called Luther Fried Chicken. That's where I used to go in the middle of the night. Yeah, it's good stuff. The ribs, too, man. Yeah. Real tender. They grill them a little bit, too. Yeah, yeah. Those ribs were fall off the bone good, too. They always give you the uh, same thing at Chicken Holiday, like the Hawaiian rolls. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not Hawaiian rolls, but yeah. they're like a sweet square roll, you know, where they all come attached I, to one another. I wanted one of those so bad, but it was like, those were like empty. Oh, no, it's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't afford to fill up my limited space yeah. with, a, with a roll. I was looking at ribs and chicken and wings and like, uh. I still got about 20 of those rolls at home. Yeah. Actually, for breakfast, I had two of them with provolone cheese oh. that was left over. <laughs> Sharp provolone yeah. stuffed in there. It was good. Yeah. yeah, it was good cheese. That was a good combo, the provolone and the roll. Yeah. Um. Yeah, anyway, you guys don't want to hear, or maybe you do want yeah. to hear about fried chicken for seven minutes. It was a good spread. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Hunter's five. He's going to kindergarten. It's crazy. It is amazing. I mean, to think about how fast it went. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, just as an observer, you know, mm-hmm. I, but... I've, you know, I've seen him since he was an infant and, yeah. you know, watching his progress and it's, it's just flew by. Yeah. It's like the blink of an eye. That's what everybody says. And it's, it's true. It is. They say the days are long and the years are short. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was sweet, uh, going to the preschool graduation. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was fighting back tears. <laughs> yeah, you know, you could see like uh, the counselors or whatever they're called, the teachers. You mm-hmm. know, because I was talking to um, what's his name, Mister Crow. Oh yeah. Afterwards, it it made me think of like when I was teaching junior high. Mm-hmm. That was the lowest grade I taught, where you went to graduation, and the kids are they're. It's not like high school. You know, in high school, the kids, you know, they're just... I don't want to get out of here. Yeah, basically dismissive, except for a few. But in junior high, your kids, they're sort of like your your little kids still. And mm-hmm. It's it's very bittersweet, the graduations. Yeah. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Hunter yeah. really likes him. Yeah. Um, But at that age, you know, you, you really must get attached to them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, and vice versa with the kids. You know, mm-hmm. they're very attached to the teachers. Um, but yeah, he'll be in public school next year. So who knows what kind of, um, crazy kids will be there. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. But public school is paid for by my taxes, which is nice. A nice full day. Yeah. Um, what is it? 850 to 250. So really, it's only an hour longer than what he does now, but um, it's five days a week mm-hmm. instead of four. So, yeah, so now for the summer, my wife will be off on Wednesdays because she, um, she was working in the morning on Wednesdays. Yeah, I forgot. Now it's summertime. Yeah. Now they're on summer break. I guess Tuesdays and Thursdays, he'll still go to my 
my in-laws. I don't know. I'll be here. <laughs> I'm sure he'll, he'll come by for a visit every now and again. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> we go on, we go on combo. <laughs> He's so good now. He really entertains himself, which yeah. is pretty amazing, you know? Yeah, he's he's just a minor distraction. <laughs> um, yesterday, you know what amazed me about him yesterday with the remote control? He's like on the TV. Oh, yeah. you know he's oh, he's been like that for a while. He's so adept. Yeah, that that remote control is so beat up. <laughs> Missing the thing on the front, the battery things taped on, things getting gets destroyed. Yeah, we watched we me and your dad. We were talking about the Thunderbirds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we brought it up that marionette show. <laughs> I remember watching that as, with my dad as a kid. Oh yeah. Oh man. So uh, since we last spoke, which was last Friday, um, didn't did we do something last Friday? I um, forget. What happened on Friday? Um. Friday didn't didn't we work on the computer on Friday? weren't we doing all the oh yeah well Friday we finally downloaded mosaic because mm-hmm. um, we uh you know that kitchen job became confirmed and paid and so figured out oh, well now's the time to get mosaic um so we you know we got parallels, which is the basically it's like a Windows emulator for Mac. And um, purchased Mosaic, which is a it's a three month. You have to do three months upfront. Not a, well, not upfront. They make you do like a three month trial mm-hmm. and pay monthly. So it's one hundred seventy five. It's um, one fifty for the manufacturing with optimizer. They call it. If we wanted to be able to export to CNC, it would be another twenty five a month. So that'd be one seventy five. But then, or sorry, it's one twenty five. And then um, maybe the CNC is only one fifty. I forget. But then an additional seat is fifty a month, so it's a, it's one seventy five a month for three months, and then we'll get the option to um, you can buy like a a license. I don't know what it costs, mm-hmm. and then or you could pay yearly. Yeah. Um. So you know, depending on what it what it costs for a year, um, you know, maybe we'll just do the year up front or whatever. Yeah. We'll see what. But it looks like, you know, we're going to have to keep Fusion. Yeah, I I, I agree 100% because it's... It's not a do-all mosaic. No. Um, it's far superior in drawing cabinets. And not even drawing. You don't do any drawing in mosaic, no. per se. It's, um, it's uh, cut and Drag paste. and drop, yeah. yeah. Um, you're just dragging and dropping cabinets. You can alter dimensions and characteristics of said cabinets, but it's really just working from pre-built templates. Um, so you can drag over a, a single door base. Right. And it's maybe standard. It's 24 inches wide and 34 and a half inches high. And then you can change all the dimensions, the doors, the layout, the add a face frame, take it away. You could make it eight feet tall, you know, whatever. Um, That's where all the... The, the nuances lie and being able to adjust all the parameters and everything. That's right. Um, so, yeah, so it, it's great for that. I mean, it makes quick work of, I mean, how, how fast did you get that kitchen in there? I mean, you had to yeah. dick around and tweak a bunch of stuff, but I would say that if I could start today, I could do it in, you know, a couple hours Yeah, because in this last week I've kind of, figured out all the little things because it's, you know, it's, oh, the hood doesn't fit here. Oh, we got to put a side panel there. Oh, this mm-hmm. is going on a T wall and learning. Yesterday, I actually learned another couple of things. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all because, you know, like anything else is like a little bug that's like, oh man, why can't I get this panel to go here? Right. Um, so yeah, you had been working on that kitchen, which you had already drawn in SketchUp, <laughs> and then I was working on um, uh, this Hoboken built-in job, which was d- a more custom yeah. than the kitchen. Um, you know, it was all overlay, but it you know had 
an appliance garage, which I, you know, I wasn't able to do like pocket doors. I didn't get that far, but you know, had, it had more nuance to it. Um, so I was working on getting that drawn and, uh, I mean, I got it pretty good. Yeah. Um, so then Monday we had, they give you a, a free 90 minute training session, you know, when you buy it, which is basically, basically it was setting up, um, all of the specific, um, parameters for what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, okay, what type of cabinets do you typically build? And we said, well, right now we're going to be doing these frameless ones. So we set up a, uh, a library, I think they called it of, yes, you know, okay, they're frameless cabinets. This is the construction method. This is, you know, the toe is going to be, it's going to be plastic legs and blah, blah, you know, yada, 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 all the specifics about, you know, um, how we do it. What are, you know, the, what are the drawer boxes? Are they plywood? Are they dovetail? Or, you know, setting up all of those, um, uh, specific construction techniques and details and stuff, which, um, you know, was pretty helpful. Yeah. But definitely not all encompassing as to what, what we need. I mean, I think it would be beneficial to pay for some of that training. One-on-one. Yeah. Ask, we could get Dan in here and this weekend I'm going to watch as many of those videos as I can. Yeah. 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 I forgot all about those. They have, um, and it's funny after like the up, I don't know if it was the update or what that he, were you able to do to get that update? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, those videos worked because when I was trying to get them initially, I, I couldn't get to the, it was showing up as like mm-hmm. some kind of error. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting as, you know, we get deeper into it. Oh, shit. Real quick. Yeah, we got to talk about thank our sponsor. We got to thank our sponsor, Hayfla. Um, and we'll talk about going to Hayfla NYC in a little bit here. Uh, Hayfla offers a wide range of products and solutions for the woodworking and furniture making industries from hinges and drawer slides to connectors and dowels, sandpaper, wood glue, shop carts, and everything in between. Exclusive product lines such as Lux LED lighting and Slido door hardware ensure that every project you create is built to last. Learn more at Hayfla.com. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Hayfla. Yeah. Just to wrap up my thought, it was it's interesting to get into Mosaic because I really wasn't sure what to expect. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I I think it does more on one side than I thought, but it's much more limited on another side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like there's things that we've built that we could there's no way that we could put it into Mosaic. No. No um, way. And placing objects, you know, we're used to like, like in Fusion, you know, you can connect points or, you know, drag it. And it's, it's sort of intuitive in that way. Yeah. Where in, there's some things in Mosaic where you got to physically place it in the room by dimension. Yeah. Which could be a little tricky, you know, Mm -hmm. like if you're trying to put a, a side panel on a cabinet, like it doesn't click into place. Yeah. There is a snapping. Thing yeah, that you can toggle on and off. Um, I'm sure I'll learn a lot more after I watch those videos. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just another thing to you know become familiar with. Um, so yes, yeah, so we had that training on uh, on Monday, and then um, so Wednesday we went out, took the ferry to uh, Hayfla NYC for the looks LED lighting. Uh, classes. We took two classes and uh, Corey and Rob from uh, CT Woodwork met us out there. So that was fun. Yeah, that was great, actually. Uh, learned a lot. They were good classes. I the, uh, the second class had far less information yeah, than the first was, class. <laughs> it was like almost more basic and it was the one for for, for current users. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I learned more the first one than I did the second one. Yeah. Yeah, it was like almost all the information from the first one was in the second one. So I guess, you know, maybe yeah. we're our opinions a little bit swayed because we went to the first class. But um, the first I thought one, there was going to be yeah. a bunch of new information in the yeah. second class. Uh, first one came with all that swag. Yeah, we got all, all kinds of samples. Um, so we actually built 
you know, an, an LED lighting system. So, you know, you have your, um, driver, driver, which is, um, you know, like a transformer. And then, uh, it's like, it's basically creates clean power. Yeah. It's like a transformer and a power conditioner, power conditioner. Yeah. That's the word I was looking for. Um, so you get really clean power out to all your LEDs and then you have, um, a distributor, which is basically just like a, a distributor box, you know, mm -hmm. it's got a bunch of inputs and you can put, you know, you can plug in different things into it, whether they're all LED strips or, or you got puck lights and, and, uh, switches. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you can do more than one switch. Oh, uh, I think you're right. I think you can only do one switch. Yeah. At it. I think maybe you can attach a dis another distributor to, like, you can put another distributor in the chain mm -hmm. and then put a switch on that one, but it's only one switch. But then how would that work? If you turn that switch off, it would turn power off to all the distributors downstream. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. Or does it just control what's plugged into that distributor? Right. Yeah, because power probably flows through. And then the switch is, because the switch goes in the top. Mm -hmm. And then there's distribution at the bottom. And there's one on the side. But that must be power through, no matter what. Yeah. Um, so it must only switch the bottom ones. That's a good question. Yeah. But anyway, so we had uh, the driver, distributor, and then we had a mesh distributor, right. which has Bluetooth built into it. Um, so with that, we had a piezoelectric switch that was completely <laughs> wireless, no battery. That's very cool. Yeah. Um, and you can use that wireless. It, look, it fits in a Decora uh, plate cover. So you could just screw it to the wall. You could put it in a, in a box, whatever. So that will send a, um, a signal to switch on and off right to that. It goes from the switch to the mesh uh, distributor box to switch all those, you know, whatever you have plugged in there. Um, so, yeah, so we did some tape. We did a, uh, a puck and we did a prefab light, light rail. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so Hayflow, like if you, let's say you have a kitchen. I'm like out of breath today from all this freaking chicken. <laughs> If you, uh, <laughs> if you have like a set of kitchen plans, you can actually mark it up and send it to Hayfla and they'll, um, you don't even have to mark it up. Yeah. You could just send it to them and they'll do the lighting design and they'll give you like a, a bill of materials that you can order. And then, um, what you can actually do is with a two week lead time is you can, they'll build it all for you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you need a 37 inch light bar with a frosted lens and a lead on both sides, you know, they they build it all, put it together and ship it to you. So basically you just, you know, put it in. That's awesome. Yeah. Really cool. Um, I'm not sure what the fee is on the fabricating. Right. Um, I don't think it's very much. The design stuff's free. Right. Yeah. They'll do all that for free. Which, um, and it's a one to two day lead time, which is super fast. Creating the, the bill of materials is so key on that. Yep. Um, so yeah, you know, they have 12 volt, they have 24 volt, which the 24 volt is what we were playing around with. Um, they, they didn't really make, you know, they didn't really give great reasons to go with the 12 volt. You know, it seems no. like 24 volt is the way to go unless, yeah. um, you know, they said basically just if the client wants 12 volt, give them 12 volt, but right. 24 volt seems to be. Um, the way to go. The only, the main difference is the, the one con for 24 volt is, um, the tape right now is only cuttable on two inch centers, whereas the 12 volt is one inch, but right. really, I mean, it's not a big deal. No. So it's, it's a one inch difference. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but they said that's going to change and that it'll actually end up being even less than an inch. Yeah, I mean, the world standard's basically going to 24 volt. Yep. Yeah, from what he said, it basically seems like it already is yeah. everywhere aside from the U.S. <laughs> um, We're special. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, that's putting it nicely. 
Um, so yeah, I mean, it was it was cool. Yeah, it was great. Um, and everybody, well, not everybody, but I'm sure most people know about the air condition, you know, from the Canadian oh, yeah. wildfires, and we were kind of witness to that that haze, you know, descending on New York at that at that time. Yeah, because uh, when we went in in the morning, it wasn't. No, it, it was apparent because we had, you know, we had had the haze and it was a pretty mild haze for, you know, maybe like a week mm-hmm. uh, beforehand. And, you know, like the sun was really red going in. But then, you know, I'd say about one or two o'clock, you know, so we're sitting in this conference room in the middle of Hayflo NYC and there's windows. And then, you know, you look outside and it's like, it looked like it was nighttime, not nighttime, but like e- Dusk. evening. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then actually the, somebody came on the loudspeaker, like the building loudspeaker. And they said, you know, listen, this is a message from the FDNY. Do not open the windows. They're like, it's going to set off the fire alarms. <laughs> <laughs> that's, which is a scary, yeah. scary thought. The, that's how good the air quality was or bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was just like this, sulfuric yellow haze it was crazy yeah yeah it was it was very dystopian very um like if you ever played like fallout <laughs> that's like kind of what it looked like it, it made me think of you you probably heard of this movie uh maybe not seen it soylent green uh it's the famous movie where it's a dystopian future mm-hmm. and there's a food shortage, and what happens is, you know, at the end they give it away. Is that soil and green, the like the main food puck? Is that the name of the movie? Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought the movie had a different name that was just part of the movie. Yeah, is is made from dead people. Yeah. You know? It's like soil and green is people. <laughs> but one of the things is there is this thick haze that mm-hmm. permeates the you know the outside world. That's what it made me think of. Yeah, you know, walking, because we had to, you know, we had to walk to the subway, then take two subway cars, uh, and then walk a little bit again to get to the ferry terminal. My eyes were burning. Yeah, my eyes were burning that afternoon when we got home mm-hmm. that evening. Um, Yeah, yesterday when I woke up, you know, like I had a little bit of a sore throat. Um, But yeah, you know, we wore masks because, hey, you know, Hayfield had some masks, grabbed one just so we didn't have to breathe in all that. I mean, it's smoke, basically. Yeah. Um, and the levels were at, like, very hazardous levels. Like, not yeah. just like, oh, you know, this is this is pretty bad. It's like, no, this is actually, like, hazardous. Like, you should not be breathing this in. Um, and then, you know, I get down into the subway. I'm like, oh, good. I take the mask off now. But then I, <laughs> get, then- in, yeah, I get into my <laughs> truck. to. I had to come back here and put the dumpster inside real quick. And I'm listening to WMYC. And they're like, yeah, you know, so we did some readings and on the street, you know, it's like 300, whatever, 300 level. And then down in the subway, it's 660. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> I'm like twice as bad. I thought I was, it was going to be better. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, our like app says air quality alert until 12 a.m. Saturday. Wow. They keep pushing it back. Mm-hmm. Originally, it was uh, 12 p.m. Thursday, then 12 p.m. Friday, and now midnight, midnight tonight. tonight. Yeah. Bringing Canadians. It's the lightning. <laughs> um, After all we've done for Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Such a tiny little country. <laughs> That's what they do to us. <laughs> Canada's what? The second largest country by... Area, is right? it? I don't know. I yeah. mean, it's it's much bigger than we Americans ever. I think uh, it's Russian, Russia, and then Canada. You know, give it credit for. What is the second largest country in the world? Canada, Russia, Canada, China, United States. Where's Brazil on that list? Wait a minute. How does this make sense? Russia, 16,376,870 square kilometers. Canada, 
9,093,510 square kilometers at number two. China, 9,388,211 square kilometers. United States, 9,147,420. How come those numbers are higher? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Oh, well. Now that, so now I clicked on the thing and the, oh, uh, okay, those were land areas. Mm. Um, the total, wow, Russia, 17 million. 98,242 square kilometers. Canada, 990, 9,984,670 square kilometers. China, 9,706,961 square kilometers. United States, 9,372,610 kilometers. Brazil is number five, 8,515,767 square kilometers. Australia, at uh, 7.7 million square kilometers. And then India is the next. Oh, yeah. 3.3. So it's a big it's, drop. It's, yeah, half the size of Australia, which is number six. I wouldn't have guessed that. That it's that small? Yeah, compared to Australia. Yeah. I would have I imagined them somewhere around the same size. With the highest population, too. Uh, India. Yeah. Wow. Russia is 11% of the world's total land mass. Jeez. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Like China on the, I feel like China on the map looks so, the, see the map, that's, that's the thing. The map is totally effed up. Um, but like China and the U.S., it's really close. It's within 400,000, not even three, because cause it's uh, 372. So it's like 330. 340,000 square kilometers difference between U.S. and China. Yeah, I would have guessed that China was much bigger land-wise. Yeah. Total area. Okay, square miles. They got that too. 3.6 million square miles and 3.7 million square miles. China. We're only 100,000 square miles <clears throat> smaller. Oh. Here, China is opening a spy base in Cuba. Really? That's what they're saying. I saw this thing. You know, of course, it's it's hard to gauge what's real and what's not real anymore, but it's all about how the students in China are attached to, like, AI. Uh-huh. And they like, it, it the gauges their um, attention span and hmm. um, it even gets as specific as like how often they yawn or glance at their phones or all these other things, all these other activities and all this data <laughs> is compiled <laughs> and it's, it's like this huge pilot program, but you know, of course everybody, all the parents were eager to, sign up for and put their kids through this. Yeah, man. And they, their uniforms have trackers in them. So like they track where they're going and stuff throughout the day. And um, they're trying, they're trying to AI is as why I saw this other thing about AI uh, um, for songwriting. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to remember. It was, it was the, uh, guy from Smashing Pumpkins, uh, Corgan. Billy Corgan. Yeah. Corbin? Corgan? I think it's with a G. He was talking about how AI has all these songwriting programs now and how that art, you know, is going to be lost because it's just going to be, you know, uh, come up with intro, try, uh, intro A, B, C, D, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's... It's very, Tim Henson talks about that a lot too. The, yeah. um, and he he has the opposite opinion, which is sort of more my opinion, um, and that he's the guitarist from Polyphia, um, where it's not that it's going to be lost. It's just, this is, it's changing. People are yeah. so resistant and, and, and they just want to cling to what they know. You know what I mean? And it's fine to, to, you know, feel 
whatever upset that something is changing because you like the old way but yeah i mean (laughs) you know what what did you say what what would you have said when logic came out you know what i mean like oh we're not going to be recording on tape anymore i always wish i had this stuff when i was young yeah i mean that's this is just how things change you know what i mean this is all part of human evolution you want to stay an ape in the trees (laughs) or do you want to evolve with the rest of us you know what I mean? It's not. I'm not saying it's all good. All mm-hmm. that all, all progression is positive, but it's just changing. It's not going to be lost. It's. It. Some people will still do it that way. Some people will do it the new way. Sometimes the new way will be better, and sometimes it'll be worse. It's just the way it is. You yeah. know what I mean? I I kind of fall into the category where there's already formulaic songwriting. Yeah. That this is what it's going to be sort of half of these people don't write their own songs anyway. No, they more than half. Yeah. It's a shocking number of uh, artists that you follow that don't write or have ghost writers or um, co-writers like um, how many songs did um, uh, oh shit. His name's escaped me from ELO. Jeff, uh, Jeff Lynn. Yeah. How many songs did Jeff Lynn write? Yeah. Well, he's, he's, pretty good um the like one band that always comes to my mind is aerosmith mm-hmm. so in their early career you know they wrote all their own music um and then they were and they were like a rock band but when they exploded and became like this you know huge huge worldwide um hit making band it's because they went to outside songwriting mm. and uh one guy that some people might know his name, Desmond Child. He's a famous like producer songwriter for all these rock bands that want hits. Mm-hmm. And so he would come in and write all those songs like, oh, I can't think, you know, you know, the big hits, you know, that the Aerosmith had like on MTV and the, and the radio. Oh, yeah. That, that's all down to outside songwriting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. People are very old. People are scared. Well, yeah. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yeah, there's so much to be afraid of when you get old. <laughs> Mortality is the least of it. <laughs> yeah. Trying to drag all us young people back down. You know. That's it. <laughs> Get back with our brooms. <laughs> you know what's cool is um, uh, Duda, what, what's his nickname? Dadu. Dadu. He's cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, a, he's an example of an old dude that's like, um, you know, very progressive and, and, oh, yeah. and hip and... Yeah, he uh, he's not one to... <clears throat> he's not stuck in the past. No. No, you know, I'm sure he looks at it as, you know, um, having enjoyed, you know, everything that, you know, the way that it was, but mm-hmm. he's not resistant to all the new things. No, know? not at all. He, you know, he, he's on the cell phone and computer and he's 90. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what I love? He carries around the notebook. Yeah. Like... It's like, yeah, I acknowledge my memory isn't what it used to be. That's why I carry around this actual physical notebook. Yep. <laughs> I was very impressed with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still pretty sharp. Yeah. You know, oh, I, yeah. I mean, there's only so much you could do at 90, but. And he looks great. Yeah. 90 years old. Come on. Mm-hmm. He wanted to go out and cut the grass yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I had to talk him out of it. Like, yeah, no, the air is like toxic at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he still, like, works on the house. Yeah. And, yeah, he, uh... Oh, yeah. He's doing I mean, good. 90, come on, man. We all we all should be so fortunate. Yeah. I mean, he's healthy. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, his uh, 90th birthday was not too long ago. Maybe April. Yeah. March or April. Yeah, so coming home from Hayfula to circle back around... We couldn't even see uh, the shore from the from the ferry. Oh yeah, yeah. And just a week before, you know, we I had like these crystal clear pictures 
and we took off the back of the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we missed the three fifteen. Yeah, it was a three and a three fifteen. I thought it was a three fifteen and a three thirty. Yeah, we missed it by like. Yeah, it was pulling out, wasn't it? Uh, no, it wasn't even there when we got there, but, um, yeah, we just barely missed it though by like about 10 minutes. Oh, I thought we were closer than that. Yeah, it was a good day at Hayfla. Yeah. Yeah. We got off the subway at about 315, 320 down on Wall Street. Um, yeah, it was a good time. They put on a good class. Put out a good spread for breakfast and lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only people aside from, there was one woman in the morning class aside from the four of us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm surprised. I thought, I mean, the the afternoon class had about 18 or 20 people, which was, which was a good amount. But yeah. Man, I don't like when my screensaver goes on. Yeah, it always gives you that feeling that something's not working. Yeah. Like, I feel like when this is recording, it shouldn't go to screensaver. Yeah, I mean, it's actually doing something. Yeah. Uh, What I got to do is just get a SD card. We can record straight to this, and then I can Uh, just... There you go. How big does that have to be? The SD card? Yeah. If it's only one episode, it doesn't have to be very big at all. Uh, But these files aren't, aren't huge. Um, especially because these are audio files. I don't know what these are. Hmm. You know, it doesn't become yeah. audio until you render it into audio. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, like the garage band files wind up being pretty big. What are they, WAV files? Um, no, they're, they're garage band files. Oh, so yeah, I don't know yeah, yeah. what they are really. Right. But, um, you know, it's the same thing as logic and all that other stuff. Yeah, what are they? Yeah, these are .rpp, mm. which is just Reaper, I guess. But, um, yeah, I use this pro- program called Reaper, which is a DAW. It's a DAW. Oh, yeah. Digital Audio works, Workspace? Workstation? Yeah, workstation, I think. Yeah, you know, um, like Hayful was talking about looking for feedback from users and stuff like that to uh-huh. help, you know, develop what they're going to do. I wish uh, Mosaic had something like that. Like, I'm already ready to tell them a few things. After a week, I, I know everything. Yeah, I mean, well, that you can submit the ticket and... Yeah. and uh and put stuff on there. Yeah. Um, it's probably more a symptom of being uh, a complete novice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not knowing the workarounds, just trying to do things the only way I know how. Yeah. Well, if you submit that feedback, they might be able to tell you what, well, I mean, they will be able to yeah. tell you what the workaround yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and he's he even said, he's like, listen, don't struggle. Submit, like, if you have a problem, yeah. submit a ticket. Um, yeah. I've been pretty fortunate so far. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, once, I don't know how long those videos are, but if I can, you know, get a half a dozen of them under my belt this weekend, I mm-hmm. think it'll take me a long way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, better, I, I like getting your hands into it and then watching, you know, because if I watch something and don't know anything about it, my retention isn't as good. Yeah. Yeah, it's good sometimes to watch and then do and then rewatch. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I like to do because, yeah. you know, let's say you go in there and you dick around for four hours and then watch the video. Well, you might have been able to get three times as much done in those four <laughs> hours had you just known one, literally yeah, one, one little thing. super basic thing from the video. Yeah, yeah. The the I found like the libraries and the and the the project like override and stuff like that. Those were are pretty useful. Yeah. Oh man. Whew. So the, how was the dumpster when you came back to get it the other day? Yeah. The night uh, it was like half in the street, but yeah. not, not bad. Yeah. I mean, it was in front of the apron. So 
Uh, but yeah, it was super hazy when I did that. Yeah. Oh, and a big shout out to Keensburg for leaving our package on the sidewalk and not taking it. Yeah. So the USPS, <laughs> they put our, had some dominoes came and they left them right on top of the mailbox and nobody stole it. It was out there all day. I mean, you have to be an idiot. There's ca- You could see all the cameras in the yeah. front of the building. The barbershop across the street has cameras. So, you know, you'd have to be pretty dumb to steal that. Yeah. I mean, what could be in it, right? Be worth it. Yeah. yeah. Crime, crimes of opportunity. Yeah, but nonetheless, go Keensburg. Yeah. Yeah. FedEx delivered yesterday. We had got some... Those the black locust samples finally came, even though we don't need them anymore. But uh, he was able to use the code and got inside. He remembered, uh, good, which is good because now when we're not here, we can get. Now we got to get a hold of the postal carrier, get them the information. <laughs> Might be able to just call the post office. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder how that works. Like, what do they? What? How do they keep all that information? When they got like a a log book or something? Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, they probably keep it in their phone now. Yeah. Man, that could be a lot of stuff. I mean, how many how many stops do you think a a postal carrier or somebody like Alan? I mean, how does he, I'll ask Alan. I'm pretty sure he has it in his phone. Yeah, it's like how many stops, how many different addresses do you have like info for? Yeah, I mean, I think we're kind of a unique uh, case where most businesses are just open. Oh, yeah, you know, like just walk in. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe it's... But it's like anything, you know, if that's your job, then is it really that hard to remember 24 digit codes? <laughs> you know who you're talking to. Wow. <laughs> See, boomers, just please, just relinquish control because... You have lost control. (laughs) It's time. Oh, oh, it was time a while back. The boomers aren't even the ones running the country. It's the greatest generation. That's the scary part. Yeah. I mean, holy cow. Hopefully we just skip over the boomers in those positions (laughs) and just go right to the millennials. No Gen Xers either. You guys also suck. (laughs) That's... Those are my two like uh, generations, Gen X and and Boomer. I'm like right in, caught in between those two. The Gen X is just like a Boomer light. Yeah. Um, you know what? Anything that I learned about like the Gen X, I I sort of um, my uh, upbringing is more like one of those guys. Mm-hmm. You know, they come from the the disenfranchised family, latchkey kind of thing, yeah. and. Uh, the absentee yeah. uh, parents. Yeah. The yeah. absentee boomer parents. Yeah. <laughs> who had everything. Right. <laughs> Is that who it was? Like the boomers are the Gen X parents? Is that, or do they you skip a generation? Uh, well, it depends. Like the early boomers, you know? Yeah. Like you were born in 1940. Likely you were having kids, you know, in the 60s. Yeah. 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 That's when I was born in the 60s. And, you know, it wasn't a bad time to grow up. Um, I tell you, uh, the more I talk to, like, young people today, you know, people in their 20s especially, I would not trade places at all. Yeah, we're just a bunch of complainers. That's what it is. <laughs> it's all those participation <laughs> trophies you guys gave us. <laughs> Oh, man. But we get blamed for that. <laughs> Are you of that age? Did they, were, were, was that part of your upbringing, too, the participation trophy? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if that, when that started. Not having kids, you know, I missed out on, like, a whole swath of, like, Like, when I played info. Pop Warner football, like, at the, you know, everybody got, like, a little... A little trophy at, at the end. end of the year. Yeah. yeah. Like, that does any damage to, <laughs> you know what I mean? People are so stupid. Oh man! Well, I got this trophy, so I don't have to do any. I don't have to try hard at anything. Yeah, we we ruined the older folks, ruined the younger folks by giving them orange slices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were tough, making we, them talk about their feelings. 
no orange slices for us. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and snacks. <laughs> no, you guys were smoking cigarettes at halftime. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Um I I when I scroll through um Instagram, you know, sometimes I'm like I get down these rabbit holes. I'll be looking, I'll be scrolling through, looking at, you know, my friends that I follow their stuff. And then these things come up. And if you pause on anything, it just keeps giving you those things. Like now I'm getting dozens of, um, what is it? The TRX, that, that truck, uh, oh, the, the Ram t- uh, T-Rex. Yeah. Yeah, where they're like on highways pulling wheelies and like getting into accidents. And like, I must have watched one. And now that's all I get. Like, if I don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, the algorithm. Yeah, it's powerful. Oh, yeah. I, I, it's it's amazing. It really is. Um, Gotta get that dopamine. <laughs> I was like, what are you looking at? <laughs> Bikini girls. Yeah. <laughs> that would be healthier. Than- <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a little bit frightening, you know, to see these people out on like open roads and stuff like that, crashing into other cars. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, um, like with total abandon, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Makes where we drive seem tame. Yeah. Yeah, you see a lot of like Nissan Altima like going, like weaving in and out of traffic and then they just like crash into a guardrail. <laughs> like, well, you kind of had that coming. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, what's the other one? It's the it's the Jeep. Um, Like, is it a Cherokee? It's like one of the Jeep-like SUV vehicles. Trackhawk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are insanely fast. Yeah, so they blend those in with the with the T Rex. Yeah, it's basically got like a Hellcat motor in it, I think. Um, yeah, same same manufacturers basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, over the last couple of days, I've been inundated with the those crazy videos or reels yeah. or whatever they're called. I'd like one of those Hellcat Durangos. Ah, that'd be nice. One of those, like a thousand horsepower or something. Uh, I don't think the Hellcat is a thousand. I think it's like seven hundred and seventy or something mm-hmm. like that. The Demon is a thousand. Okay. I don't think they make a Demon Durango or may, uh, actually they might have announced that. I don't know if it's out yet. But the Demon, like the uh, Charger and Challenger, do they make both? I don't know. Might just be the Charger. Was like, uh, I forget, the most powerful production car or something. Yeah. And I think there was one that had like an elephant graphic on the side of it or something like that, too. Oh, uh, it's like a Mastodon or something. I can't remember, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's like another. You can, see, you can see how productive I've been on my off hours. But it's good for just like zoning out and, you know. Yeah. Uh Uh, not Mastodon. Mammoth? Could it be? No. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe. Mammoth truck. Remember the Mammoth mammoth car? Is that what it was called from uh, Speed Racer? No. Yeah, Mammoth oh, wow. 1000 TRX. 2.65 liter supercharger on a 6.2 liter V8. It's a thousand horsepower. It's got nine hundred and sixty-nine pound-feet of torque, and it uh, was a dually. No. Oh yeah, it's got it's a it's a three axle. Oh my god! <laughs> like like who needs that truck? <laughs> Nobody needs it. But who wants oh, it? No. Yeah. Oh, it's a Hennessy. It's uh so Hennessy is a aftermarket um performance company uh, like they've been you know the Hennessy Viper was super famous back in the day 
Um, so they take already fast things and make them faster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they make some cool stuff. Wow. I think they used to do maybe the um, Cobras, Corvettes, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, these trucks seem to be taking over that little segment yeah. of the insane vehicle. Um, uh, yeah, I've, I like see things where people are going into the middle of like four-way intersections and doing donuts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, the police are somewhat helpless because these people, they don't really care as far as like es- escaping. You know, they, they just drive with reckless abandon and yeah. the cops really can't do that. Uh, they don't. The cops don't do anything anyway. No, people drive like idiots, and you see <laughs> cops. I'm like, well, hey, you're not pulling any of these people over. Like, right? They're waiting for somebody to speed. It's like speeding is the least of our problems. I know. It's it's all that really uh, aggressive driving. You know, like following too close, cutting in. And- yeah, I, I'd say that's not even as big of a problem as just the stupid. Inept drivers, the, the people who are changing lanes and they don't even like look, you know what I mean? It's like the aggressive <laughs> drivers are at least somewhat competent at driving. It's the incompetent drivers that are the dangerous ones. That's true too. Yeah. You know, if you're weaving in and out of cars, at least you're, you have to be paying attention to what you're doing. Um, versus the people who are, I mean, you see them, the people who just, Excuse me. Change lanes and they're not, they just don't even, oh, there's somebody in there. Well, that's not my problem. I'll tell you this. The other day, when I was coming home from your uh, party yesterday, I was on Leonardville Road Mm -hmm. and I look over and I see Blue still in the lot. Uh, Yeah. So I'm looking and all of a sudden I hear, my car was telling me you're going too fast and you're too close to the car ahead of you. Yeah, I have the lane watch, which if I go over the, you know, sometimes like Leonardville Road, the bend right there by Suburban Aluminum, yeah. in the morning, there's no cars on the road. So, you know, you take a kind of lazy and your tires go over the line a little bit, like, and, you know, things start beeping. Yeah, I was like, oh, wow. I mean, that was that was good that it kind of alerted me, at, but uh, I didn't even know it existed in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder what's going on with Blue. It's still there. I don't know. Yeah, it's been over a month. Oh, no, yeah, no, it's been there for a long time. You should bring the paint sprayer over there. Put it in. Just put it in the back. <laughs> just put it, I, no, no, and John, I don't know if there's room in the back of that truck. Yeah. You know, <laughs> our friend, our friend John, he's he's infamous for using his vehicles as storage bins. <laughs> Instead of renting out uh, like a storage room, he just gets another vehicle and parks it. Oh, <laughs> oh man! So how are we doing on time this morning? Well, yeah, I think we're at that point. We're at uh, fifty-nine minutes here. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's seven forty-four. See, maybe I get this up by eight o'clock. Um, for all those early risers. Yeah. Okay. So next week we have um, Ron and Brian from RT Machine Co. coming on. Ron being the um, the owner of the company. Yeah. And Brian, you know, um, New Jersey, New York salesman. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so if you have any questions, if uh, you have anything that you'd like, you know, to know about RT or or anything, um, you know, write in, shoot a Instagram message. Uh, email, whatever. Yeah, they got a pretty deep knowledge base. Oh yeah, big time. Um, so yeah, let us know. That that'll probably be a that'll be a long one. Yeah, <laughs> about to carve out like the entire afternoon. Yeah, start at lunchtime. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let us know. Thanks for listening. All right, take care, everybody. As always, Rob and I thank you for tuning in and uh, we'll see you next week. If you want to help support the podcast, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Again, we appreciate your support. Thanks for tuning in.